Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 41 degrees with some light rain outside at 510. You can listen anywhere on 103.1 FM, 910-980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. How's everyone doing on this Wednesday, January 24th, 2024? The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit RoadScholar.com. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. We talked uh, a little earlier about the incident at the Scranton High School this morning. This afternoon, really, about just before noon. See where it won't come up now. There we go. Where uh, someone with a weapon, says a man with a weapon, was taken into custody near Scranton High School. Scranton police took a man with a weapon into custody Wednesday near the high school, police and school district officials confirmed. The incident played out before noon and remains under investigation. It says the person was not on school property when taken into custody, as per the acting superintendent, in an email, crediting the quick response of city police and district school security officers. They're saying there's... Not any threat to the community at this point. It's still under investigation, and no more details have followed. But there was a lockdown of the Scranton schools earlier today. Because of the incident, police responded. They did take someone into custody. We'll see if we find out more information on that. Let's go to uh, the phones now. We have uh, Elle from Wayne County. How are you doing, Elle? Okay, how are you doing? Good. Well, I think it was Monday, and it was on uh, somebody else's show. The question came up, what did President Trump do? Well, when I heard that, I had to call in. <laughs> I said, you got to be kidding me. And I said, first of all, everybody needs to remember the most important thing that President Trump did was keep the world in check. And he did. We didn't have any major problems. But then we come under the Biden rule, and we end up in the very beginning – 13 military, military guys, or I, I don't know if they were all men or not, because I, I don't think they ever made that known, killed with the fiasco that Biden created with Afghanistan, leaving billions of dollars of equipment left there everywhere from a Black, high, a Black Hawk helicopter to the small, smallest item as night goggles. All left there. Now we have, again, under Biden's role, the, the Pentagon. They can't account for a billion dollars of equipment given to Ukraine. Now, how many billions is this already now? Okay. Well, all in, in, all in all fairness, Elle, and I agree with you, but in all fairness, the Pentagon has not done a good job of accounting for money for decades. Well... But <laughs> this amount of money is just so ridiculous. It's so wasteful. Biden's too, too weak. All he does is lie. And these are not good traits for a U.S. president. Now, people need to be safe in our own country as well as when we want to travel to other countries. We need to keep ourselves safe. And at least no matter what they think of President Trump, nobody can take that away from him. That was a very important thing that people are forgetting. But, you know, it's coming closer and closer. I mean, we're, ha we're getting more school problems, 
Now, this is with mental illness, of course, but we need to keep safe. And that is a very important thing that the president does. But uh, <laughs> he doesn't care. He's letting all these immigrants in that should not be crossing. I mean, you want to have immigration, you have immigration, but you don't go this off the wall letting everybody and their brother in, people that never should have been let in. There was just something in the news yesterday. Somebody got in, and then he's gone, and he should not never even crossed in. Well, so, it's happening thousands of times a day. Yeah, and we're not – those are, yeah, so many hundreds, thousands. Who knows? There might be a million of those people already in here that nobody really knows. Well, we had 1.7 million gotaways under the Biden administration so far. We're looking at 8 to 10 million that have come in um, through through all the various means of getting in. Well, it, it, it's just – it's out of hand, and – you leave you leave Biden in office again, and we are going to be destroyed. We are just going to be destroyed because he just doesn't care. And I don't think he's smart enough to realize what is going on. That's the bottom line. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people are thinking there, Elle. I appreciate your call. I got some other people on hold I got to get to. Okay, thanks. Th- thank, you, Elle. thank you, Thank well, you. Let me... Uh go to the phone we have uh, rich from laughlin on the new york law yes uh, thank you uh rob i i often wondered how they pulled that off because it was over 20 well over 20 25 years so yeah you, you have the state of new york that passes a custom law that a lady requested so she can nail five million dollars from trump is that is that what it amounts to and she's looking for more now right she was one of the people that petitioned to have that law extended to have that <laughs> law changed and she was funded by democratic donors yes I'll tell you, Rob, if I never go to New York City, I'd be happy, especially when you look at all the fake charges and all the things they've done to Trump, just alone. It's, talk about ethics. Well, My it's God. not just Trump. It, it, it backfired on him because Cuomo was brought into that. There was a bunch of, uh, I, I think, uh, Sean Combs, P. Diddy, was brought into that. There were a bunch of people that were caught up in that law change because there was a limited time that people could have to follow, and there were a lot of settlements that came to it. There were members. I mean, it affected more people on the Democratic side than it did on the Republican side. But Donald Trump was the primary target for that law because Jeannie Carroll, who was the the plaintiff in that case, um, did pursue to have that law changed so she could bring that suit. And, and Rob, I mean, all due respect, I know you grew up there and that was your, your hometown. But, you know, New York, it's it's they're not the only ones, but they could have a governor that stays there forever. There's no limit on, on, on how often a governor is elected either. So that that's, a, to me, a fault. Uh, but I wanted to cover one other thing, too, because uh, there's good in New York and there's bad. I, I have to admit that. And I, I'm sure you could uh, give us more of the good. Uh, this is a subject you talked about lightly about two weeks ago, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but uh, Ashley Babbitt, shot by a, 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 a lieutenant uh, on the uh, police force at the Capitol, People went after her. People went in before her. Now, I don't know under any circumstance, federal, state, local, where you could take a gun and shoot a person, okay? 
that's completely unarmed. Nobody had arms. There's some. Some had some weapons like fire extinguishers. She had nothing. There are zero that, barrier boundaries when it comes to high profile targets like members of Congress, like senators, like vice presidents, like presidents. There, there are zero bar- barriers. Uh, our military facilities have it. it. You know, deadly force is authorized if you pass this point. So it does exist, but that would be the only police shooting that I'm aware of that hasn't gone to a grand jury of an unarmed suspect. And if there is a zero barrier, if there's a policy in place that says if this person breaches this point, deadly force is authorized, then you go to a grand jury, you bring the evidence, and you say, okay, well, the officer shouldn't be charged because here's the policy showing that this is zero barrier, it's a high-profile target that needs to be protected, and the grand jury says, okay, well, then there's no reason for charges. That's the way that works. This would be the only police shooting of an unarmed suspect that I'm aware of ever where it hasn't been brought to a grand jury. So that's my question there. I'm not saying I'm not 100 percent familiar with every policy that's there, who was behind there, who was there. I saw the video. I have questions myself. Uh, Was it a dangerous shooting? It was because there was an entire attack team that was just behind her that was walking down the stairs the other way when he fired, where if they were two steps higher, they would have been in that line of fire. They immediately returned back, and there was almost a friendly fire incident because they were fired shot at. Um, But my thing is, if it was justified, why would it go to a grand jury to say, okay, this is why this is justified. The officer shouldn't be charged. My my, uh, stance as the prosecutor is no charges should be filed, and the grand jury would concur, and that would be the end of it. That wasn't done, and I want to know why. Well, Rob, let me me leave it this way. I know you get around a lot and you check on things. If you ever do come to a better conclusion, uh, cast it out on the radio because that that, that uh, lieutenant that shot her, he had problems when, when he lost the gun to and other people found the gun in the men's room and so forth. And I think he slipped with his with his pistol because people went in that, that same area before and after her. So, again, I'm not there, and I don't know all the facts, but if you do come across them, I'm sure you'll tell us. I thank you for your time, Robin. You, you're doing a great job. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate it. Um, it's coming up on uh, 520 here at WILK. Listen, budgetblinds.com. You need to check it out. Go to budgetblinds.com. You make an appointment with Tom or Rick. They're the leader in custom window treatments. They showed up at my house. They had binders. They, they actually had to wheel them in in a cart to bring them in. Five or six binders, they were five or six inches thick, hundreds of choices from different shades to different shades of color to different transparencies to different UV protections. Just unbelievable. 90% more options than you'd get at the big box store. And again, I'm a do-it-yourselfer. I'm a DIYer. I've done these things before. The blinds that I had in my house, I put them up, changed them a couple of times because they don't last. You know how that works. Animals, kids, they just take, they take their beating on these shades. 90% more options. That's the biggest thing that jumped out at me. How many options, how many choices I had, what I was missing out on, what they had that I never even knew existed. Budget Blinds is proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry, including their no questions asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. Budgetblinds.com, you want to check it out. Talk to Tom and Rick. I'm telling you, they will not let you down. I can't wait till I have the automatics in my house and uh, deal with my view. If you've ever followed me on social media, you know the view I'm dealing with, and believe me, I take care of it. It's uh, 521 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather.
Well, thank you, Rob. Uh, this traffic update brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. We have a report of an accident 81 northbound in the Scranton area. That might be slowing things down quite a bit. Uh, be careful as you head northbound on 81. Also, various areas are slowing between Wilkesbury and Scranton, both directions of 81. That's the only accident we're hearing about at the moment. 476, the PA Turnpike looks good. You're good to go on 380, 84, and 80. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269 from the WILK Traffic Center. Nikki Stone with this Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron tonight. Rain showers and downpours, low 39. Thursday, cloudy and scattered showers through the day, high 56. Thursday night, scattered showers are possible, high 30, low 39. Friday morning, showers followed by mostly cloudy and dry afternoon, high 50. Saturday, mostly cloudy and mild, high 48. Sunday, breezy with a wintry mix and turning colder in the afternoon, high 41. It's currently 41 degrees with some light rain outside right now at 522 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 39 degrees with some light rain outside at 525 here on this January 2024, the Wednesday. Let's go to the phones now. We've had Mike waiting a little bit. We have uh, Mike from Bloomsburg on Treating Others Nice. Mike. Yeah, you were talking about that earlier in the show, and, and generally that would be a good idea. But I have to consider the mainstream media, mainly CNN and MSNBC, because I like to watch them now. And everything is basically Trump bashing. But the thing that really unnerves me is the narrative they're creating that Trump will be a dictator, okay? And, and telling us about that. When, in my opinion, to have a dictatorship, you'd have to have the military on your side. You'd have to have the media on your side, the bureaucratic state, colleges, universities, business leaders, down to the police and the Supreme Court. What is the probability of that happening? Very, very, very low. So if they say Trump could be a dictator, they should be explaining, the news would explain why that's probably not going to happen. And if anything, Joe Biden, in my mind, is, is more of a dictator. He's telling people you don't have to pay your loans back, just making it up. He's facilitating, just as you said, up to maybe 10 million people crossing our border. Not, in my mind, it's not being done legally because they're not going through the things. They're just going through the things that Joe says they have to go through. Like, come here, say you want in, and you're in. So he's acting like a dictator while accusing his opponent that he would be a dictator. It doesn't make sense, and he's not treating the American people like a president should. Well, what's going on with the mainstream media is just crazy, especially when it comes to CNN and MSNBC. I mean, they're censoring his victory speeches. They're censoring when the president talks. Um, this outright saying, hey, we can't play this live because the president has been known, the former president has been known to say things that aren't true, so we, we're not going to just air that. That's election interference. The, the, the man is the front runner for the Republican Party for the elections. But they, then they'll run Joe Biden where almost every time he talks he makes something up. And that just goes, goes to show the bias there. But I don't have so much of an issue of the media and the, 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 the pundits there talking about the candidate. I don't have a problem with us talking about Joe Biden and his cognitive abilities and the gaffes he makes and his inability to secure a border or run our military or do run the economy and a whole host of things he's not doing. That's 
what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be questioning the, the leaders running. That's what a debate's supposed to be doing, where they question each other. Uh, where, where I'm saying treat others nice is, listen, if someone supports Joe Biden, that's their business. I'd like to have the conversation into why. I'd like them to help me understand why. Um, and just because I'm saying, well, now that it's down to a Donald Trump and a Joe Biden, I cannot keep going for the status quo that's happening now. I have to vote for a Donald Trump. And there's people who all along said, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. I want another Donald Trump four years. That should be fine as well, but it's not. It's that two-tiered system where, all right, we, we, we want you to respect the fact that things aren't going as great as they are, but you have to be nice to our guy, but we're just going to bash your guy left and right and then get mad and try and lump what Trump says, the things he does to defend himself, the things he – and a lot of the times he does put his foot in his mouth over and over again. But that's not the voter. That, that's who he is. And – like everybody else in this world that we deal with, you take the good with the bad. Now, some people might determine that, hey, the bad's just too much for me. I can't take that. Okay, well, then you're willing to say I want another four years of Joe Biden. And if that's your choice, that's fine. I respect that. That's why we have elections. But don't demonize people who are going to vote for Donald Trump for other reasons than you know, the reasons they don't like him, they hate him so much, or the reasons they want to make up or believe that that have brought out there, the Russian collusion, uh, you know, the, these situations. There's enough to dislike about Trump where you don't have to make things up. That's where I was getting <laughs> That's at. That's true. That's where I was getting at there. And, and it's and it's fine. We're, I mean, there's there's a ton of politicians. We're not made. We're not supposed to be liking them. I don't put them in their job because they're a good guy or girl. I don't put them in job because I want to have a beer with them. I, I want to put them in their job because they're competent in that job. I want to put them in that job because they're good at it, because they get things done, because our country's safe, because the economy's running the way it should, because our Social Security and our Medicare is secure. Uh, those are the reasons we should be putting people in place. But like a texter brought out earlier, you know, you had the Obama administration who had both houses and chambers. They could have passed anything they wanted. You had Trump in as president when he had both chambers for a short period of time and could have passed anything they wanted. They didn't touch immigration. They didn't touch Social Security. They didn't do the things that need to be done because they need us arguing about these things to cover up their incompetence. It's as simple as that. It really is. And when you say this person wants to vote this way because of this, my parameter is who do I believe will make the country viable and economically safe and people safe for the future. And I don't see it with the Democrats right now. That's that's my position. Yeah, you know, I mean, I could shut off the TV. I don't have to get on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now and look at what these people are saying day in and day out. But I do want to live my life. I do want to earn a livable wage. I do want low taxes. I do want to be safe. I do want my borders secure. And those are the things we live with each and every day. And if we want to grow our families, if we want to have children and grandchildren and get married and have families or buy a house or rent somewhere or move to another city and start a new job, those are the things that concern you. I could care less what somebody says on Twitter or X or Facebook or TikTok or whatever that is. I can care less what the news says. Um, those are the things that matter to me, and those are the things I think people should be voting for, not simply because someone tells you this guy said this or this guy said this or look how disgusting this person was or this person tripped three times getting off the steps to Air Force One. Yeah, 
those aren't the things that are important to me. Yes, they're a sideshow. Yes, there's something we're going to discuss because we discuss about all these things now in this world of social media and, and 24-7 news shows. Wasn't it great when, you know, after the 11 o'clock news and after maybe your Johnny Carson, the TVs went off for the night till the next morning? You know, there was just not this 24-hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that don't remember that. Um, you know, those are the things, those are the things that, that run my life. And, and I think we should be more focused on those things rather than, um, you know, how many clicks somebody's getting or what, what, what the silly thing they said on social media to, to get a response. Cause that's what it was for. Right. And I don't believe, I don't think people realize how quickly all those things that you desire could go away. Not nothing personal with you, but with the fabric of this country and our safety. It does. And in our current situation, Someone who's been in public safety for three decades, it's scaring the hell out of me. And I, I think more people need to take that seriously and be aware that, that the, the threat is here. The threat is here. It's just a matter of when. And, and I just hope to God it doesn't happen. Mike, I appreciate your call. You take care. Thanks so much. Thank Bye. you. It's uh, 532 here at WILK. Time for the news for Brian Hughes, who's in for uh, Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 39 degrees with some light rain in our area at 537. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Liz from Pittston, who's a first-time caller. Liz, thanks for calling. Hi, Rob. Thank you. First-time caller, long-time listener, all the way back with Frank Andrews. Um, I was listening to what you said about, you know, making changes and you know, securing our border, lower taxes. And I think what a lot of the people in our area need to understand is we need to start it at a local level, right? We need a school board that are going to lower our school board, our school taxes, because they're out of control. We need county commissioners that are going to lower our property taxes. And we need a governor who's going to help us lower state taxes. So if anybody really wants to try to make a difference in our area, run for school board, run for county commissioner. And what you can do is you could find school districts in Pennsylvania, counties in Pennsylvania that actually have done this, where they've like, look at, we've reduced our taxes for our citizens by 30%. Here's what we did. We cut this, this, and this, but still maintain a level of um, school for the kids. Same thing with property taxes. Same thing with streets and roads. You have to find good examples in Pennsylvania that have done it and implement those in Luzerne County as well. So, and I agree with you. We, we want secure borders. We want this, we want that. We want better policing. We want safe neighborhoods. Start local for all the people that are fed up with the way things are going. Run for school board, run for county commissioner. You don't have to be a banker. You don't have, you could be a, a stay at home mom. You could be a construction worker, run for these positions in lower levels, because when you make the change local, locally, then the state reps are going to see that, and then the governor will see that, and then we can move up to those areas. I think and we could use some more stay-at-home moms in county government, to be, yeah. to be honest with you, because no, no one stretches that budget thinner than a, than a stay-at-home mom where you're working to raise some kids and, and have a family at home. So I, I think we would do a lot better with some stay-at-home moms um, writing our budgets here. I absolutely agree. And I think also at a local level, we need to go to school board meetings. You need to find out what's going on. You need to know where your school taxes are being spent. You need to go to county 
county meetings. You need to find out where your property taxes are being spent and speak up and say, why are you spending $1.5 million on another roundabout that we don't need? You know, where can we put that money someplace else? The more that show up, the more that they say and give suggestions. Say, instead of doing it this, why don't you do it this way? It may help our county commissioners. It may help our school boards and even our mayors. Run for mayor. If you don't like the way your town is being handled, run for mayor. See if you could do better. And that's, that's what I, I say. I go to my, my uh, town meetings every time I can. And I say, okay, why are you spending this much? Can't you cut it this way? Can you put it over here? Why do we need 18 vehicles when we're only having six on the road at one time? So it's things like that that we can do on a local level that it will get noticed by the state. And then the governor, and a lot of people don't realize that your governor, governor has a lot more power than, believe it or not, your president does half the time. Take for COVID. Governors were locking down. All right? So ask these questions go to these meetings and and write to your representatives and make the change be the change start running for offices i couldn't have said better myself liz listen if there's one thing i can encourage based on what you just said well every listener out there in the next three months not much to ask in the next three months Pick one meeting to go to. Go to a school board meeting. Go to your township meeting. Go to a county commissioner's meeting. Go to a, an election board meeting. Go to a one meeting in the next three months. It's not much to ask. Call in and tell me about that meeting. And, and yep. once you get involved that way, try to do it every three months. And then as you move forward, try and do it every other month. Try to do it every month. Try to hit two meetings a month. You know, fit it in. You know, we, we it's it's amazing how much time we can make when things are a priority. We need to start making these things a priority. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking my call. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for calling in, Liz. It was a great call. Um, and it was a great call. It, it, I mean, I'm truly asking you. Anyone who's listening, if you don't go to township meetings, if you don't think you have the time or such like that, pick one meeting in the next three months. That's all I ask. One meeting in the next three months. And um, it'll start making a difference. A man accused of entering the country illegally faces more than 300 felony charges related to a gift card counterfeiting scheme in a small eastern Ohio county. State Attorney General Dave Yost said Ming Zhu... 32 of Hunan, China, here illegally, faces 308 counts of counterfeiting and one count of engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity. He's expected to be arraigned. He was arraigned yesterday. Uh, the man was clearly on a nefarious mission to rip off as many Ohio customers as possible, Yo said. Hats off to the deputies who followed their instincts and got him off the streets before he can inflict more harm. Let me explain to you here what's going on while Nikki looks, uh, prepares for her traffic. Here's an individual from China, 32 years old, military age. He is here, 308 counts of gift card fraud. This is how they fund operations. This is how they fund their lifestyle. This gentleman is not here for no reason. This gentleman could have many reasons for being here, but they're here manipulating our system. And there was... Police officers there, deputies there that were there for a shop with a cop event, saw what he was doing, started following him, and then arrested him And when they caught what he was doing. 
Uh, he's accused of scheming with others in which they stole unloaded gift cards, altered them, and put them back on display racks. When people bought them, the altered gift cards, the group would steal the cash placed on the cards. So when you took a card home, they already have that number. They already scanned it. So when you add your funds to it, when you pay for it at the register, you can't use it. You can't use it, but the money you put on it at the register, $50, $25, goes to them. And then they can alter that there. And we've heard of that happening. Times we... 300, worked with conspirators, all military-age men from China, mm. here illegally. Mm. Funding what? Funding what? This is how illegal activity gets funded. It's 544 here at WLK. Time for traffic and weather. Thank you, Rob. It looks like there's some slowing on 81. The accident that happened earlier isn't, isn't uh, causing any issues, but you will be dipping below the speed limit between Scranton and Avoca, both directions of 81. Heavy traffic on Jefferson Avenue in Scranton, and it is bumper to bumper on Blackman Street in Wilkesbury. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone from the WILK Traffic Center with this Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, rain showers and downpours, low 39. Thursday, cloudy with scattered showers throughout the day, high 56. Thursday night, scattered showers are possible, low 39. Friday, morning showers followed by mostly cloudy and dry afternoon, high 50. Saturday, mostly cloudy and mild, high 48. Sunday, breezy with a wintry mix and turning colder in the afternoon, high 41. It's currently 39 degrees with some light rain outside at 545 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I received a text message, and I just found out what was going on. It says, Rob, not sure what's going on, but I've had six unmarked state troopers heading into Wyoming County past me on the way home. From work, lights and sirens. Says, Rob, you can make that 12 police vehicles. I've seen now lights and sirens from Route 6 to Wilkesbury, all heading north. Um, just found out that police are searching for a man accused of assaulting a woman in a car along I-81 in Luzerne County. Pennsylvania State Police are searching for a man accused of attacking a woman in a vehicle along Interstate I-81 in Wilkesbury. Troopers say that while parked in a parked car along I-81... Julio Rivera Lopez, 24, of Cole Township, punched a woman several times in the face. The victim was able to escape from Rivera Lopez at the New Angola Dollar General, where Rivera Lopez fled in a vehicle, according to police. Anyone with knowledge on the location of Rivera Lopez, who is now charged with domestic violence-related counts, is asked to contact police. A warrant is also out for his arrest for DUI and drugs out of the Pottsville. He's also believed to be in the Shimokin, Northumberland County area as well. And that's coming from Fox 56 here uh, just a couple minutes ago. So it might be related. Sounds like it's related. So I figured I'd give the update there. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Ed from Wilkesbury. Well, Ed, how are you? Thanks, Rob. How are you doing? All right. Uh, Rob, uh, one of your previous callers uh, mentioned something that I totally agree with, at least for the last... 20 years or probably more, I've been I've been preaching to my friends about martial law, uh, police state, uh, gun control, where is it leading, uh, all the crime that the Democrats are winking at, winking their eyes at. However, Obama, to my uh, alarm, 
find something called the National Defense Authorization Act. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am. That, that I'm sorry. I am. Okay. That he signed that at midnight under under um, rhetorically speaking, midnight when he promised he wouldn't, or uh, sarcastically speaking, when he promised he wouldn't sign that bill. That bill, in, in that bill, uh, in, in case of national emergency, they have the right to suspend habeas corpus, arrest without warrant, and a lot of other features of that bill that are not to our advantage. Now, picture this. We get all these illegal aliens coming in. Some of them, how many sleeper cells are coming in individually that team up near the election time when the Democrats see they aren't possibly going to win. Terrorist attacks all over the country break out all over, all high crime, et cetera, and national emergency. In that bill, the president, <clears throat> excuse me, in that bill, the president, under the guise of national emergency, uh, clearly national emergency, has the right to suspend elections. And there you go. There you go. Martial law, police state, uh, 87,000 if they get that passed. IRS agents will start issuing them uniforms with, with lightning bolt and signets on the collars. No, no, no. Well, the I'm National Defense. Sarcastic. Oh, there, I get yeah. you. The National Defense Authorization Act is signed. Well, it's supposed to be signed every year. Um, it's an annual uh, upgrade. Now there is standardized language, like you say, and that's been in for decades. Uh, it's not something. Uh, what what was? No, it's not hidden. I must say, hidden is the fact that it was there at all, that that that, he, that, that, that was signed, and they keep renewing that. I know that it was just renewed recently. Yeah, the Biden administration signed it, the Trump administration signed the National Defense Authorization Act. It, it, it's renewed annually, or it's supposed to be, uh, depending how functional or dysfunctional our government is. And, and that that is in there. There is an avenue for martial law. I, I think if we've learned anything from the COVID era and how bad that those situations were, what they did— uh, I think they've realized that America is not going to be locked down again, and, and that goes for, for many reasons. Now, if they voluntarily do it because they're afraid, because there is a national incident that, that's, that's extremely dangerous to the public, but it, it, I think if COVID chores anything, because we, we saw it when they started to try to, to talk about lockdowns again, trying masks again, and trying these things again— the American populace is not going to tolerate it. If they try and lock down America, be it for a pandemic or any reason, they're going to have a lot more pushback than I think they, well, they're ready for. Things, it's one thing, it's one thing a, a virus, but it's another thing if there's terrorists running around blowing up bridges, blowing up uh, other plants, poisoning water. No, I agree. Et cetera. But now that's, that is extreme. And, uh, uh, again, he would have I would have absolutely, uh, that law, guys of that law, he would have. Uh, the aspects of that law, he would have absolute right to suspend or uh, suspend the elections, and there you go. We got to <laughs> by hook or crook, Biden will still be in. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just being sarcastic. No, no, I, I get you. I get you You're speaking your mind. But these are things, the conversations that are out there. It's conversations you know people are having with their neighbors. Uh, like I said, with the influx of people in, that have come into this nation, with the amount of people in this world that want to see us fail, want to see harm to us. Uh, something, something's gonna happen here. Something. It's just a matter of when. Now, when that happens, I don't know. I don't think there's anything imminent. I don't think they realize there's anything imminent. But if you look at the all the signs, just the story I just talked about, where you have military age men from China who are doing these credit card scams, scams to make uh, gift card scams to make all sorts of money. Um, you know, we've talked about the the these. 
possible sabotage to to our grids, to our railways, to the things like that that have happened here. Um, is it is it plausible? Is it possible? Yes. Sure, drip, 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 a little at a time, a little at a time, and then all at once, as they say. Yeah, and, and as people as people focus on on what was a riot on January sixth, when they focus on things like that and want to call it names that really aren't applicable. Um, I'm telling you right now, there's not police departments in this nation that are prepared for a coordinated terrorist attack, for coordinated attacks from capable individuals with training, with assets to do those sorts of things. I'm telling you now, I don't care. I've worked for the largest police department in the world. If coordinated attacks with very capable people that are, are planned to do so, it, it's going to overwhelm systems and it's going to take a lot to overcome, especially where, where if it's happening across America. Where, where there you go, martial law, police state taken over because of, for the safety of the public we can we can't have all our uh, 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 law enforcement agencies doing different things at different times we have to have a one coordinated national police well quite honestly I think it's going to be your everyday citizen that's going to be standing up and protecting themselves but uh, well, something to think about it yeah yeah that's why they don't want us to have guns <laughs> <laughs> you have a good night Ed thanks Roddy take care bye bye it's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show in a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on this Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. 39 degrees and some light rain outside. Somebody said 9-11 was a coordinated attack, and you see how bad that was. You lived it. You know. Uh, unfortunately, I do. And, and even though it was a coordinated attack, it was a small attack using very big weapons and big targets. Uh, I'm talking about more coordinated attacks, multiple, more across the nation, small areas like here, like Ohio, like Florida, places that uh, impact us here with our families. Not that that didn't. Coming up on 6 o'clock here on WILK, we will see you again tomorrow. God bless, be safe, and I'll talk again.